Good morning Europe, your Gaia X updates, live from London, by the Uptime Punks and Echo. We are back with another episode of the Uptime Punks and another episode um, Guy X special with, with you, Tamaya. Um, yeah, and today I'm going to co-host uh, this podcast. Paul, unfortunately, is not there. Um, but yeah, I guess it's going to be fun anyways. Hi, Jutta. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Hi, Tim. <laughs> Excellent. Nice you? to have Yes, I'm, I'm fine too. Um, I'm not sitting in Barbados as Andreas, unfortunately, <laughs> suggested, but still sp- yeah. still in the cold, windy and rainy London. Um, yeah, but um, this is actually the I- idea of, um, of this podcast to bring Europe together and say, you know, good morning, Europe. Um, even though we are doing this from, from London, that we once baptized um, Europe's favorite capital. I don't know if that's still the case, but yeah, we will see. We will see. Um, it's great to have you on the podcast. Um, would you would you like to introduce yourselves? Who are you? What do you do? Yes, of course. Thank you. So, um, yeah, thanks for having me. I'm uh, Jutta. I'm the founder and CEO of the so-called Identity Valley. Um, and um, yeah, we are um, doing many things around trust in the digital space. And um, we are on a mission with several... Um, friends and and supporters uh, in order to um, identify the opportunities for Europe to be a leader in the digital world, Um, but uh, with um, really offering services and products um, that you can trust. Excellent. I like the name uh, of Identity Valley. Um, is Is it like a response to Silicon Valley or what's the illusion here? Yeah, it's absolutely it's a it's a response, and uh, uh, we do hope it's an evolution. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> uh, we, uh, yeah, we we think it's it's not about silicon a material that enables technologies, but it's mm. about us. It's about our, our our identity. So, this is okay. why this is the center of our um, act- activities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sure. Let's talk about that later on. Um, we always do some kind of introduction. Um, the same set of questions for everyone. Everyone is equal on this podcast. Um, so you have to go through those as well, Utah. Um, <laughs> and the first question for you would be um, to get to know you. Um, what was your first mobile phone? <laughs> So as I have listened to some of your podcasts, I already am prepared. And uh, oh, did you? You we have a fan, a fan on the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so my very first uh, uh, mobile phone was a Nokia. That was one with the antenna you had to pull out. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, I remember that a bit. But what I really do remember is my very first iPhone. Um, that was uh, the second generation in 2008, and that literally changed my life. Um, yeah, it's really changed my um, yeah my view on technologies. Absolutely. Excellent. How how did it change your view on technology? Did you have an iPod before and then said, "Oh, damn! I now have like two devices in one"? Or how how did it no, change? No, no, no. I'm I'm not that much a, a music listener, so mm-hmm. I didn't have an iPod before, but. Um, 
uh, that year, so 2007, 2008, uh, was, uh, was a time when my, my life really changed. So I got mm. divorced and was a single mom and mm. was working, um, uh, being a single mom working in an agency that was helping some companies with um, several broad projects. And then I thought, well, I need to have a look into all these new technologies and bought that first iPhone. And uh, mm. Around me, there was no one having an iPhone because everyone in, in the corporate world was owning a BlackBerry. And oh. uh, so I really had a competitive advantage. So um, even so this this really changed my life that way that I founded my own company in 2009, uh, focused on being an independent consultant on digital technologies. This is what I did for the last year. So yeah, Excellent. Because, of, because of the really um yeah the influence of uh, technologies in your hands and mm. um being able to be connected to so many things we haven't been able to do that before okay so 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 is it really the iphone that brought you into technology then yeah it is it is and my curiosity of course and then uh i also wanted to know uh where all this comes from so i went to silicon valley a lot and mm. uh um, yeah, the story continued uh, to to be really um, a one of um, yeah lots of curiosity. Even my son was super curious and want, wanted to learn how to code. So mm -hmm. we um, we spent several summers in Silicon Valley where he did some summer classes at Stanford University, and I oh, wow. uh, did a deep dive into the ecosystem there. So went to all these um, uh, yeah events and and met people stayed mm -hmm. at uh, an airbnb when no one knew about airbnb in europe <laughs> so so um met some people being the first uh, employees of uh, whatsapp and uh, back wow. then WhatsApp wasn't even that uh, that big in germany or in europe it was mm -hmm. uh, or no it was big here but not big in in the us and they were like struggling and i was like wow it's it's, it's amazing in germany everyone's using it yeah we know but uh, how can we do better and and yeah, you know the story. So a year later, they were sold to um, to Facebook, and all so, of them are now investors. <laughs> so it was you who told Facebook to to buy those guys, or no, no, <laughs> but, no, no. But it's, it's it's really interesting because all these guys are normal guys. They just were yeah. um, curious, working in technologies, and uh, I. Uh, I do think most of them uh, were um, having good intentions, but uh, but not all as we know today. But but mm -hmm. um, yeah, so so it was super interesting talking to many of of these founders and even people who work with Steve Jobs on the iTunes platform and all of this. So so uh, of course you can uh, talk to many many people being in Silicon Valley not as an official. Um, yeah, corporate employee, but being a curious mom coming there with your with your son, and mm -hmm. uh, everywhere everyone the whole family is into technology, and and uh, so this is um, of course something they remember, and we really do have some friends there. Yeah. Yeah. So you still have contact to some of these guys. Yes. Yes. Nowadays. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, another question for you, Yuta, before we <laughs> dive into the topic, um, because we really want to get to know. <laughs> what was your first computer um, or do you remember your first computer rather well i do now now remember when i was studying uh, 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 and I, I talked to my parents and i told them that i need a computer to write my uh, diploma thesis and they were like well do you need a thing like this <laughs> so there's a typewriter <laughs> I can, I can use this. so um 
I don't know, I don't remember the, the type of computer, but it was like 1994 uh, or 93 or something like that. And, and uh, I do remember the first time I almost finished my diploma thesis and then the computer uh, went off and no one that back then was able to know where is the, the document now. And I oh, really, no. I got, I, I went crazy. And uh, I remember very well that my friend who was living with me in, in, in a uh, uh, dorm room then, or in a, in a, in a house that called like, uh, like a, a, where you live together as students and, and, uh, and she was able to bring back that document. And oh, so I'm, wow. I'm still happy for that and thankful because <laughs> This was, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, I, I remember myself. I, I, well, I was just about to be born back then, but um, I remember myself <laughs> typing my, like, school and then later, like, uni stuff. But um, I remember times when I saved my stuff on um, floppy disks. So, yeah. yeah. So did you save your stuff on a floppy disk? No, you should probably have saved it on a floppy disk. <laughs> I should have done that. After that, I did that. <laughs> so <laughs> always needs these learning experiences. <laughs> okay, so they existed back then already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um, well, that's that's really interesting to see, like how you got into technology, how you got into, um, yeah, how you were curious, also going outside in the world and and actually try to meet those people who create um, what's what's driving basically almost everything nowadays. Um, but I, I kind of want to know a bit more about what you um, what you do in the Gaia X universe and how what you do with Identity Valley plays into the, um, um, into the whole story of Gaia X. Um, there's the notion of trust, there's the notion of identities, there's all these notions, but what's your take on the, on the subject? Mm -hmm. So, um... When I started uh, thinking about uh, all the insights I, I was able to gain uh, by being in Silicon Valley oftentimes and bringing also, of course, executives to Silicon Valley and, and trying to bring the Silicon Valley mindset and also the tool set to uh, Germany and Europe. Um, I, with every year I started thinking about, okay, um, what's our answer and, and how can we adapt in a European way? And um, it's uh, of course not, um, so, so having a future work uh, place is not about having uh, colorful chairs in your office and things like that, what some people thought a few years ago and just tried to copy Silicon Valley here in Europe. And um, I started talking to some um, friends who are um, also consultants to the German government and some, some professors I knew over the years and also some people in Silicon Valley and started thinking about uh, if there can be a European way uh, on uh, a digital economy. And um, therefore I'm super happy and thankful that there is an initiative like Gaia X because um, I was thinking from a different perspective, being a, being a consultant who wants to uh, create understanding in the executive uh, level and companies for um, the digital world and for the opportunities there. Um, so uh, I always was looking for um, simple answers and simple frameworks and uh, simple digital strategies, but there is not, no such thing. And, um, and everyone is trying to do it 
better or worse, and 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 uh, but there are no real guidelines uh, in mm. uh, digital strategies from mm -hmm. my perspective. And um, as Gaia X is setting up uh, something like that on an infrastructure level, uh, I think that's great. And um, what we are doing or where we come from is uh, thinking about how uh, can we explain these opportunities in the digital world to create a European digital economy in a simple way. Mm. And this is why we came up with an uh, idea to build a framework called um, the Digital Responsibility Goals. Mm -hmm. And it looks like this. Uh, there's a match to um, to work together with uh, GaiaX because yeah. we um, we're trying to bring in some some topics that you can measure, that you can start with, um, if you want to work um, on yeah different project projects not just business oriented projects of course business oriented but mm -hmm. we do think if you create uh, products digital products and services that you can trust that we will be able to create an an, uh, an advantage um, for our economy and um and yeah this is this is a huge effort and and i think we need uh, at least two sides so so to have a big picture uh, that helps you start with something and then you need of course an infrastructure that is capable of really uh, uh, being the backbone of everything and this is where we are super happy to be working with the, uh, the eco association yeah. right now yeah. to figure out uh, how we can do that together yeah, so so you you announced this um, cooperation back in September, if I'm not mistaken, this cooperation mm -hmm. with um, Echo, and their motto. What's the motto again, Andreas of Echo? Netz mit Verantwortung in English. How do you how do you say that? Um, you, you're on mute. Um, uh, well, many we are saying we are shaping the internet. So this is really our key mission. To, to, yeah. to evolve the internet in all the aspects. And of course, as uh, more and more the internet is getting uh, business critical for the economy, yeah. as more we have to take responsibility around it and need to address the, the, the uh, concerns which are exposed by the, by the economy, but also by the society. Mm. And uh, yeah, and this is... Uh, Verantwortung is responsibility, uh, and this is really uh, a topic where we are, we are discussing with Jutta, especially when it comes to Gaia-X. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, uh, Gaia-X uh, has started with a key narrative, whatever we do according to European values uh, and uh, regulation, and especially when it comes to values, we need to outline what are the values and what uh, can be done to provide appropriate guidance in terms of to meet such values and to progress the values as well, uh, mm -hmm. because this is a moving target anyway. And in this sense, I think um, talking about digital responsibility is, is really worth to consider. Uh, it is uh, of highest relevance if you want to uh, provide also good feedback to the society. Why should we care about Gaia-X? What is in for yeah. me and for others? Um, and uh, we, we don't need another uh, major platform provider or something like this. We need participation, diversity, and all these things. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also are aware about all the threats like in the area of cyber threats and how to address it with cybersecurity uh, 
uh, actions and uh, taking care about responsibility, but also to evolve the European economy uh, in terms of education and so on. And I think these are all the key things which are addressed by Jutta and her team in terms of digital responsibility goals. I'm very happy to, to have this dialogue and to, to, to have a not just a, an abstract discussion, a, a very precise discussion to, to mm -hmm. provide tangible output out of this uh, discussion. And I think so, this is really important. So how, how, um, how, um, how binding do you think this framework is going to be for the Gaia-X universe? Is it more of a recommendation? Is it more of a self-regulation um, kind of um, thought? Is it, is it really um, strict rules or do you just, are you just going to see? Well, what's going I, I can just uh, uh, answer this in the relation to Gaia X because I think Jutta has has a wider scope with the digital responsibility goals. But uh, yeah. um, uh, it, it will be somewhere in between because if you just uh, formulate a set of criteria, uh, probably they are already outdated three months later. So okay. you need to 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 get this level of engagement to self determination. To, to anticipate what's what's next um, so uh, more this uh, this guidance but also uh, give an idea about potential kpis or, or am i am i good or not or mm -hmm. is it important for me or is it not so important it depends on the use case so it's it's really uh, to provide uh, um, a, a, a first good mechanism also to be comparable versus others. Uh, and yeah. This is really where it has been also uh, derived from the sustainable development goals uh, to, to, to identify uh, such uh, measurements and, and uh, to, to bring them into a context. And, and I think uh, uh, probably it will take years or even more uh, to, to uh, uh, to be evolved and um, not saying that we cannot use it immediately. It, it should be really usable immediately, but uh, it will be built further on. And uh, uh, I hope we are better than with the GDPR, where we just said, this is regulation. And hopefully in 10 years, everyone has understood the regulation. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think we should be smarter in this way and really provide this level of guidance. Okay, so basically having the discussion from the beginning on rather than saying these are the rules, let's see what happens um, from now in 10 years. Um, that, that's, that's a great thought. Um, and for you, you'd have a question because um, one of the goals of this framework is to make responsibility measurable. I find that a very interesting thought because if you measure something, you can act upon it. Right, and if you don't measure it, you don't have data to measure on it. So, could you develop a bit more how you want to make responsibility measurable? Yeah, like, um, uh, we do think that um, this is and uh, this has to be an, uh, an holistic approach. So, uh, it's not being responsible is not done with doing one thing better than um, another thing. So, if you have a look at the 
uh, Andreas mentioned the SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals. Uh, of course, it's good to know there are 17 goals on sustainability out there. And if I know some parts of that, I know that I uh, shouldn't um, waste water a lot and, and things like that, or energy. Um, it's good. It's a good start. And we do think we uh, do have this um, well-known um, um, methodology of the sustainable development goals out there since 2015. Uh, it took six years to really be relevant even for business decisions or for um, yeah, uh, uh, also what, um, what executives earn in big companies. Some companies are really committed to the SDGs without having them being a regulatory framework. So it's, uh, of course, parts of that, but not everything. And we do think that we need a similar approach in the digital space. And that um, if you have a look at all these digital responsibility goals, we identified seven goals. Um, and we do think if you get an understanding of every goal and then start with something and have a look at, for example, on our goal number two, cybersecurity, there are of course some companies into cybersecurity that will be there on a very high level, but maybe they are not that good in digital literacy, which is our first goal. Um, which is super important also for them to be understood in the world. So if no one understands how important cybersecurity is, you won't get your customers into that. So uh, it's, it's, uh, it's really connected everything. And so we do think um, focusing on goal number one, digital literacy first is super important because um, in the digital world, it's like in any specific world, uh, you, uh, people are, using specific words and talking a specific language and that makes it difficult for companies that aren't into that game uh, um, to start with something and there are much, many fears then and if you tell them okay look at these seven goals and uh, uh, have a look at where are you within digital literacy within privacy within cybersecurity and all the others um, and and then start with something and and uh, improve and uh, we do think this is super helpful. And this is kind of an, yeah, self-regulating system. It's not, uh, 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 it's not meant to be a really regulatory framework. Maybe some parts of it uh, will be discovered that, that maybe uh, make, make sense to be in, uh, integrated into some European frameworks. But, uh, and we are of course talking to the European Parliament and the commission uh, uh, as well, but, uh, but in the first step, it's like a commitment from everyone uh, being actively working into that digital space to um, uh, have a say and, 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 and have a commitment to say, um, uh, I wanna act responsibly and okay, I understand there are these seven um, big areas and let's see where are we into our, in our company, in our institution and what can we do to be better. Mm -hmm. And we do think that um, customers will um, change their decision-making process within the next years because if you know there are European products that you can trust, you probably will choose them and not the ones you are not sure what happens to your data when you use them. So, and, and we have been there. And so um, this is why we think uh, it's super important yeah, to make them measurable. Um, of course, that's a huge task. And we are into that process right now to describe all these, these criteria beyond the goals. And uh, we are doing this with an 
so-called collective impact method. So we are really talking to some experts and uh, guided with uh, the team of Andreas with uh, Echo Association. And, uh, and we wanna um, yeah, present a first paper at the uh, conference in December then together with the Echo Association. And so this is what we are working on right now. Excellent. Um, so you're talking about the conference in December 8th and 9th? Yes. Excellent. Yeah, I invite you all listeners to be there, um, by the way. <laughs> Add, 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 add closed. Um, no, but it's great. It's great. Um, it's great to see um, that that um, yeah, we 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 do bring these principles into Gaia X, and obviously um, that you are doing this on a collaborative basis, and also um, that data literacy is um, the first of the seven principles. Um, what, what does data lit before we move on to like the second, the third, and the fourth one that you can briefly explain? What is can you like define data literacy for yourself, what it means to you as someone who has um, probably discovered digital literacy by going to Silicon Valley and meet, meet yeah. the people? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, uh, of course, so digital literacy, I think it's this is really uh, the, the key to, to uh, get people um, activated to... Um, really uh, act responsibly because uh, if you don't know about technology. So I, I really experienced that by myself being a digital consultant and talking about technologies like augmented reality or, um, or uh, virtual reality. So there are many, many executives out there that don't know the difference and they just know there is something going on uh, what you can have a look at, but, but that the one thing is completely different than the other one. Um, some some people don't know about that, and so they just think this is too spooky. And uh, I heard about these Google glasses uh, like ten years ago, and and uh, this is going to be uh, um, yeah a use of technology that I don't want to see having face recognition and everything built into that glasses. So um, they they are fearful, and this is why they even don't enter act with, um, um, yeah, with these technologies anymore. So I do think that we really have to educate um, executives, but also our children and so to say everyone on the challenges and, and chances that are um, there in uh, technology. So technology is itself is not bad or good. It's the use of technology. It's, it's what we do with that. And, uh, and I think that's the most important thing to, um, to know that uh, also uh, artificial intelligence is not just bad. It's, uh, it, it might be really super helpful if we look at, at health data, for example, yep. if we really wanna um, um, yeah, have a better scientists or better, better tools for scientists uh, to work on solving diseases and also a pand pandemic, things like that. Um, but uh, if you look at the media, um, artificial intelligence or robots, 90% um, of all movies, it's, uh, it's a bad technology. So it's destroying humanity. And, and so this is the picture that we have in our mind when, we, when someone approaches us and tells us about new technologies. So we, we need to educate everyone. No, there, there's also a good use of this. And uh, I do think that um, it, there's a huge chance also to, to uh, really educate children. So there, you know about the hacker school, for example, a great initiative here in Germany, where children can learn how to code. And I 
experienced that by myself that my son wanted to learn how to code very early and back then we had there was no chance to find someone here in germany to to show a 12 year old how to code and and i do think that today uh, everyone needs to learn that you can do good things by coding but you can also do bad things it's a decision and 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 uh, and also decision makers need to know that um they need to focus on the purpose and and uh Therefore, you need to know what kind of technologies are out there and uh, what use cases um, are, um, yeah, are possible to, um, to really do something good with technology. And uh, so this, from my point of view, it's really um, an easy, understandable way of uh, explaining yeah, technologies and the digital world. And uh, I haven't found things like that within the last 10 years. Um, and if you ask, especially, I think executives within small medium enterprises, um, they are looking for technical people who come into the company and, and explain uh, what they can do uh, with data lakes and things like that. But mm -hmm. even then, they don't know what they are talking about. So yeah. it's, it's, it's difficult. So we th I think we need to um, create an easier language and uh, and explain uh, what it's all about. And of course, the seven goals are uh, part of that. So, um, because if you then have a look at all these goals, yeah. you can understand um, where the, the, the key elements are within our um, digital economy right now. Okay, so where, where do people have to go um, to have a look at these seven goals to get informed? <laughs> Very good question. <laughs> So they uh, right now, uh, they, yeah, the best way is to approach us directly because uh, we will be publishing more about the goals uh, in December. Uh, mm -hmm. So we are very early talking to you here because, um, yeah, we thought it's a good idea to to get some people, uh, yeah, curious, uh, make them curious. And uh, but but uh, right now, so we have, we have published the seven goals. Um, at the European Parliament uh, by end of June, hosted by uh, one member of the European Parliament, uh, and um, and because because yeah we got the chance to do so and uh, we got some feedbacks very early on and we are still working on bringing in some feedbacks. We will have another event at the European Parliament in a few weeks, and uh, we are focused on listening to several voices, so perspectives from from uh, really from the industry, from civil society organizations, but also from policymakers, in order to, um, yeah, not just publish, publish seven goals, but also have an idea on what the criteria beyond the, to the seven goals could look like. And this is why we are really focused on uh, listening and learning from several perspectives first before we publish everything. Excellent. So still a big task ahead, but well, great that you that you started it. Um, I have one or two last questions before we wrap wrap up. Maybe um, I guess you liked GaiaX <laughs> when you saw the project, um, but I'd like to ask you what what is for you the most promising, or if you could get just one thing out of GaiaX, um, what would that be? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> But uh, the one thing, uh, yeah, really an, um, a democratic, trusted digital space. 
mm-hmm. maybe it's that. So it's uh, and that's a big goal. And uh, I do think um, Gaia X started with the right purpose. And if you look at social media, if you look at the roots, it, there is no such thing as social in there. So what Mark Zuckerberg started wasn't a social approach. It it was used then as a social tool, but but it started as uh, um, yeah as an application to um, to tell what woman is prettier than the other one, and and so that's not a good purpose. And and I think what Gaia X is doing is starting with the right ideas, and um, um, that's the same thing like we are trying to do to start with uh, with us and start with the why and 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 start with. Uh, really, really talking about a big, big approach that is um, urgently needed in order to have an answer and, and build an evolutionary um, infrastructure out of Europe. And so this is why I, I, I really like the approach of, of Gaia X. I'm very happy I met Emma and, and Andreas uh, early on because, uh, yeah, we were curious to know about Gaia X, what is going on. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's um, an agile pro- process right now to really uh, deliver on all these ideas that we have together. But I think uh, we have to do so urgently <laughs> and we are on it. <laughs> Excellent. What would you say to all these um, service providers in the GaiaX universe? Um, what do you what what what's your what's your wish towards them? What do they have to do um, according to you to get to get there? Um, that's a that's a hard question. <laughs> not that so, you need to uh, tell anybody off. They're not not doing enough. But what 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 how, what would you say to them? Like, look, guys, you have this great idea, great project. You're part of it. Now you need to show what you are capable of delivering. So something in that direction. What would that be? I do think it it all starts with the understanding of creating something that is really trustworthy and uh, built by. Um, everyone involved acting responsibly. I think that's um, important. And um, yeah, so um, really knowing that everyone who uh, is working on all these solutions um, understands that this European approach is different and um, that uh, acting responsible and value-based is not just something that we say, but that we do. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, right, I think um, we had we have had quite a great overview on on what you guys do. I know there there is lots more um, that you do, and um, not only regarding Gaia X and and everything. So yeah, I recommend everybody to look uh, Identity Valley up in the internet. It's identityvalley.org. Um, go there, have a look. Um, and yeah, reach out to Yuta if you have any ideas on how to, <laughs> on how yeah. to yeah get involved with the framework um, that they're building. And yeah, Andreas, if you have any updates from the universe, I guess that would be your moment. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a very interesting time now. As I earlier mentioned, uh, Gaia X is like a huge piece of puzzle parts. Mm-hmm. And we have to bring them into a good picture. The picture is evolving. I think we're getting clearer in this. And uh, 
especially what, what uh, Identity Valley does is a little bit to counter this nerdy approach, just talking about technology and, and the business. Uh, it's always talk about value and responsibilities. And um, of course, it's not yet, it is what we are doing here in this project is not adopted by GaiaX. It is just a, an offering, a suggestion to have this level of exchange. And we are going to disclose the results uh, during the Cloud World Expo in Frankfurt uh, exclusively uh, and uh, uh, do this matchmaking exercise of the responsibility goals versus the GaiaX objectives. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we will see some white spots which are not yet sufficiently addressed. <laughs> and uh, on the other side, we will see some key objectives which are really aligned with the digital responsibility goals. And uh, when we find this alignment, we should also discuss or go into this next level in terms of measurement and uh, having a kind of a, um, a graduated approach to say, are you a little bit advanced or good advanced or really perfect advanced in these uh, areas? Uh, also as a, as a kind of uh, internal measurement and, and rating option. And uh, hopefully we can move forward in this sense and provide more tangible results in the 2022 and, and bring this uh, in, in parallel forward, the technical establishment of GaiaX ecosystems um, and, and to be clear, we are not selling any products with GaiaX. It is just to support the involvement of, of uh, ecosystems in the digital space, which also indicates everyone has his own responsibility. It's not just I'm, I'm purchasing GaiaX and then you are responsible that everything is perfectly aligned. It is a joint exercise. It is uh, every participant in this ecosystem has to take his responsibility. And I, need, I think without... A scheme like the digital responsibility goals, it's hard to balance this responsibility and, and people should talk together on, on the on the same for the same objectives. So this is what we would like to see. And uh, yeah, let's have a look where where to go. <laughs> Great. Yeah, no, that was that was a good uh, roundup. And um, yeah, we'll be back for more soon, I hope. Uh, latest in December and um, yeah please come to Frankfurt physically to Messe Frankfurt to get your updates to see um, how everything works out and where the white spots are and yeah maybe also even take part in the discussion have a look at the program and yeah for you Jutta um, yeah if there's anything you want to leave for as Paul says future generations <laughs> to come <laughs> or any um, closing remarks yeah please so uh, well maybe just uh, one sentence so, so digital uh, transformation really is about digital responsibility needs digital responsibility so it needs all of us and uh, yeah i'm very happy that uh, i was able to be here and to share these thoughts thank you great thank you everyone and have a good week or day or night bye thank you Tim. bye, <laughs> bye. That's...